You're listening to the K-Pop Cast. It's your K-Pop DJ and host, DJ Peter Lowe, and I'm joined by Stephanie Parker of YouTube. What's going on, Stephanie? What's up? Great to be back on the K-Pop Cast. It's been a while. Yeah, I know. It's funny, just trying to get all our schedules aligned and whatnot. And we're back to a regular K-Pop Cast show format and episode. Uh, this episode, will be taking a look at EXO and their song, Power. Power. But before we do that... Let's get to our hit replays. Hit replays are songs that we recommend you play on repeat for the week. So Stephanie, what's making you hit replay this week? Well, I am so glad you asked. My hit replay this week, it was really hard to choose. There were a lot of really fun, catchy tunes this week, but uh, one of my faves, E. Ki Kwang from the group Beast, uh, came out with a solo song that just has a nice groove to it. It's called What You Like. And I really encourage you to check out the video. There's some nice hip-hop choreo in there where he's shaking those hips and rolling and all that. Does anyone remember him when he was AJ? Like, dancing shoes? Anyone? Anyone? Um, no? You're, you're asking old. the wrong person. <laughs> but I think our listeners will know Stephanie. So, yes, okay. it's a good question of worth course. asking. Yes. So that's me, um, P-Lo. What's hit, making you hit replay? So it's this older song that has actually been talked about quite a bit already from the K-pop community at large, but it's Sun Me and her song uh, Gashina, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Ooh. I love it. And this, the thing is, it's Tropical House. It's like 101 uh. K-pop Tropical House. But it is such a great concept. It's like that crazy ex-girlfriend. And like, <laughs> how, how do you get over it? I mean, like immediately she has that scene where she like, she's broken up and then she inhales the milkshake. It's like, we've all yeah. been there. Oh yeah. Other people have pointed out, it's actually a really intelligent play on words. If you look to the Korean lyrics, it's what we need to see more of in K-pop, especially from the female perspective. And this episode was brought to you by the FOMO Daily Shop. Great place to get all your K-pop swag. I love all their high-quality K-pop apparel. For XOLs, they've got this awesome XOL t-shirt that's stylized to be sort of knocking off of the eBay logo that looks fashionable for people who aren't into K-pop, but at the same time is a great nod to K-pop fans. You help us, and we help you by using the promo code K-Popcast right at checkout, which will save you $5 off of your purchase. Again, that's K-Popcast at shop.fomodaily.com. So that's it for Hit Replays. It's time for EXO and their song, Power. We got their Should we even attempt to try to describe what happened in this music video? Uh, probably not going to make too much sense, but 
anyone who has not seen it, all you need to know is that this video is full of exploding colors and kittens and pew pew and all of that fun stuff. It's like a cartoon. It's really trippy and really fun. Yeah, so. I think it, kittens and pew pews. Like that, that's the perfect way yeah. to describe it. Like, you know. <laughs> And that's what I love about this song, because mm. it's this nonsensical stuff that really makes me love K-pop. Earlier this week, the show K-pop Hot Pot tweeted out saying, <laughs> is this song bad or good? And I, I tweeted at them and I said, it, it's so bad, it's good. It's, it's like past that mm. threshold of being bad and it's gotten all the way into the good scale. Again, just because it's so crazy and ridiculous. If you've been a child of the 90s, you'll recall the Power Rangers. And yes. <laughs> that's what this was. It starts off being serious and then it totally spoofs it. It t- totally like makes fun of itself. Yeah. So I, I think that was very deliberate. And I wonder if that was maybe lost on some of the younger generation <laughs> of K-pop fans. But I gotta say, like, it delivers a concept and flair for each of the members in a way that is fit for any K-pop label. I think we've said this in the past. If you're going to devote a brand and concept to a group, each group member needs to have their own sub-concept and their own brand identity. And I think they do that in the same way that they do with the Power Rangers for mm-hmm. this music video. Yeah, I agree. I usually am not a fan of this kind of concept. I usually just skip through it. I'm like, alright, when's the song gonna start? Alright, are they gonna dance? Alright, where are my boys? But this one kept my attention and the little like funny, joking facial expressions or the, the comic relief kept it interesting for me. So I mean, I, I know that SM is always really thoughtful yeah. with how they put these stories together and the visuals especially. That's their, that's their specialty, I guess. And they did not disappoint here. K-pop junkie, a K-pop theorist who we've referenced. Can I just sh- say I love yeah. these names, K-pop hot pot and K-pop junkie? <laughs> I know, aren't they great? <laughs> Amazing. Um, so K-pop junkie, a K-pop theorist who we've referenced in on this show before, uh, he's made a lot of great theories. For this music video, like I went into this expecting nothing. I'm just like the whole point of this is that it was meaningless, and I love how meaningless it was. It was just silly and goofy. But K-pop junkie actually presents a really interesting theory behind this. You'll recall in this music video, it starts off with all of them in this bedroom together. Like in this mm. 90s sitcom bedroom, like a bunch of boys <laughs> playing video games. And they got the, like, these 90s like sci-fi posters up on the walls, which are then referenced later in the music video. Mm. But on the whole, it's this idea of maturity. Where are you getting maturity out of this, Peter? Well, okay, it's not, maybe not maturity, but more so holding on to childish imagination. And that's the Mm. power of EXO. So you see each of these guys, they get into their Power Ranger powers, and then they start, you know, playing around with Nerf guns, and they're in this, you know, funny setting like the Power Rangers, and the evil antagonist of this concept is a robot, and turns each of the guys into these two-dimensional members. And that's a way, um, K-Pop Junkie argues, uh, a way of taking away their power of imagination. What? Yeah. Because, you know, two-dimensional is used in a lot of literature and film as a way to say, like, you're taking away the soul, you're taking away the spirit. And the, so that's why he, he argues that it, you're taking away their imagination. And then at the yeah. end, you know, after the bridge, they all regain their Power Ranger powers. 
<laughs> like the power of ice, fire, water, wind, water, heart. Um, and yeah, then Captain and then, Planet. Exactly. Yeah. And then they get their powers and they get their power of imagination back. So I think that it's, it's a plausible theory and concept and I'm, I'm willing to buy off on it. Mm. But even if that's not the case, like I would say this is still a great and fun music video regardless of whatever the theory may be right right I, I just um, I checked out the review as well and K-pop Junkie went into the specific lyrics in the song and mm-hmm. how they refer to don't worry just stop keep your imagination keep curious the lyrics actually call that out so um, I think he's onto yeah. something there and we know that leading into this release there was a lot of teasers about the eclipse and this was like right after oh, the, yeah. the the actual North American solar eclipse already happened uh-huh. so we're all kind of wondering like well what does that have to do with anything um, <laughs> everything yeah everything so other XOLs have pointed out that every one of XO's major releases has actually occurred on the same date, the years differ, but on the Shut same up. date as a major lunar eclipse. No way. So Get that out. was that timing. They released it on this date to align with another Ooh. major solar eclipse, which happened. And K-pop Junkie says that, well, that solar eclipse is a way for them to get their power. <laughs> it's a way for them to get yeah. their imagination. And this is, again, acknowledging what Whoa. XOLs already know, but... EXO as a group are these like space aliens from the planet EXO. Oh, totally. And oh, yeah, you totally see it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's perhaps a way that they use that eclipse as a medium to maybe hail back to planet EXO. Maybe this is a prequel showing where they came from before they got into their dark <laughs> and evil Ooh. concept of um, what was it? Um, uh, what's the what name of the, the early songs? Yeah, yeah. There's Mama. The and wolf wolf I, th- I think it was no? mama it's like mama? Da-da-da, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah anyway the, the chanting <laughs> one nobody cares about me <laughs> you know what i'm talking about we don't need oh, yeah. to hear peter sing it that, i do that's okay. all i need right now <laughs> okay okay so we all know what i'm talking about i'll just drop in a, the sample of it so we don't actually need yeah. to hear peter sing it <laughs> but uh, some fans have argued that that in terms of the order of the story of EXO as a group that this takes before that and they sort of then move on. I don't oh, know. Oh, interesting. They're going the, the prequel route or they're going out of order, kind of like the Star Wars saga. Yeah. Just as epic. Even if we were to say like all of this is like BS, right? Like all of this is nonsense. <laughs> I would no. still say like, guys, it's got kitties, it's got laser guns and robots. Pew like, pew! And special powers. Like, that's all I need. Oh, and it's accompanied by a dope ratchet electronic beat. No, okay. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's ratchet. It's definitely not ratchet. Yeah, but not it, ratchet it's. I, I would call it a a peak hour anthem with a very danceable beat. Oh, if I had, I haven't heard that term. Peak hour anthem. Yeah, I mean, like What's when that? you're like, well, okay, this is me as no, a DJ what, you, speaking. What, were you about to say like, you know, when you're DJing at a top? <laughs> no, Peter. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, like, it's, you get this a lot with, like, your, like, EDM crates. It's like, okay, I, I got this, like, this peak hour banger or, like, peak hour edit of a top 40 song. And then it's adjusted to be mm-hmm. a little bit more remixed so that you can play it for, like, a 300 or 400 plus crowd. Mm. That's what you play for, like, those peak hour bangers, right? It doesn't work as well if you have a smaller crowd. This is one of those moments where you play for, like, a big, you know, group of people. And you play it in yeah. that peak hour, which is between 1130 
p.m. to 12:30 a.m., which is like the, the 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 like the peak hour where you can play all the bangers, like all the trending yes. top hits. That's what this song belongs in. At yes. least from speaking as a DJ, so I like it. It's a happy, uplifting song, and mm-hmm. even if this wasn't K-pop, I would recommend this to my non-K-pop friends because it's just so fun and goofy. K-pop hot pot. They even said on their podcast that it kind of reminded them of Daft Punk. Yeah. I agree. And Maybe, I think it's just one instrument or sound effect yes. that has... What is that? Um, actually, I don't know. But, but I heard <laughs> it too. Yeah. Everyone yeah. listen for it. And if you know the name of that instrument or sound effect, put it in the, the comments or tweet at us. The yeah, Daft either one of those sound. things. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I gotta say I love it. Nice. So... Yeah, I mean, when... I listened to, well, first of all, I was waiting for the song to get started. I was like, here we go. Another dramatic intro that doesn't make sense. <laughs> when, when is the beat going to drop? And then it did. And I was like, ooh, wow, high energy. Okay. I, I honestly, I, I enjoyed it. But I guess I prefer EXO's darker stuff and I like Coco Bop, like that sound a little bit more than mm. this. Just just as just personally as a genre preference, this didn't suit them as well as those other songs did. Um, it yeah. did sound more more daft punk, but fun, fun either way, but I don't think I'll be like playing it a lot on my playlist. Yeah. And to your point, Stephanie, like this song, this like PKR like anthem, mm-hmm. it's not wholly fundamentally new or groundbreaking for K-pop. We've heard these sort of like songs before, and what yes. we got with like Coco Bop, that is very new. You mm-hmm. know, Coco Bop wasn't necessarily dark, but it was less you know happy, perky, goofy like this song. Yeah, yeah. And this exactly. happy perky concept, lighthearted concept, is absolutely different for EXO in a way that might even be radically different from EXO. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They also did that song um, "Dancing King." Um, oh yeah, last year, and that was pretty goofy. And maybe I, my bias is just for goofy concepts because I like right. stuff that doesn't take itself too seriously. Mm-hmm. So. Well, y- you also like the really serious stuff. You you love the whole spectrum, Peter. I guess you're right. <laughs> I, I don't know, but no, I like think we people do. like Psy and and mm-hmm. EXO when they do goofy stuff like that, it totally works on me. You know, yeah. it's not taking itself too seriously, and it, it's something that's trying to be a little different. I think from exactly. what else we've seen in K-pop. Yeah, no, I, I I know what you're talking about. I think we get a sense of like highbrow or maturity or just thoughtfulness behind it. We know that they didn't just slap this together, that tons of thought went into the composition, the lyric, the whole package for, for both an artist like Psy and EXO, no matter what they put out. I will acknowledge, Stephanie, I think I was there with you when I first watched this that yeah. I, I was like, oh God, what are we doing? It's like Power Ranger concept. <laughs> and they put a lot of money, a lot of production value, right, into doing that extended intro. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, it seems sort of ridiculous. Like, why would you do this? This is a lot of money spent on something that isn't safe for them. But then I just had to change my judging paradigm and just accept that, you know what? I am one with this kitty. I am like one with these cartoons. <laughs> oh. And like, I you just got to accept that this is turning it up to 11 on the ridiculousness scale. And once mm-hmm. you accept that, that's when you can love it. You know, it's acknowledging it for what it is. Yes, yes. Is it the suspension of disbelief? Yeah. To put it, <laughs> yeah. technically speaking. <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. So the one thing that I missed is choreo. I wanted to see oh, my right. boys get it in, and the video did not have the dancing. So I had to check out the live performance for that. Did you see the the comeback stage? You know, honestly, I haven't had time to do that yet. So please dive into it, Stephanie. No worries. I got you, Peter. <laughs> Just watched it. Um, so the comeback stage is really fun. I'm always amazed by how the fans in the audience know the words to the entire song and oh, when yeah. they're supposed to yell out. The fan like, chants, yeah. Yeah, the fan chants. I'm like, how did you who how did you have time to learn but they're super K pop fans, so of course they make time and they just stay up all night. And don't have schooler jobs. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, anyways. Um, Stephanie, we can't insult them too much. There are our listeners here. So, so oh, I, I, I just got to say it was very good you. coordination. Like if we, we had the resources. I want to be a super fan. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. They have their priorities straight. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we have to like, you know, pay bills and mortgages and, and whatnot. So. <laughs> yeah, especially you, Mr. Yeah. Homeowner. Yeah, there you go. Okay, back on topic. Comeback stage. Uh, Exo's <laughs> choreo was a lot of fun. When they sing the chorus and they repeat the word like power, they do this really manly flexing move over and over, kind of uh, pulsing yeah. towards the stage. And I'm like, yes, I love it. You get to see their little biceps popping out. <laughs> and then they do other flexing moves later in the choreo. I'm like, okay, okay. Y'all are all grown up now. Which I, I didn't get that sense from the video. They're acting like little kids. Um, but the choreo has this more powerful uh, uh, I character to it. Yeah. <laughs> and I like it. So I'm a fan. That's great. And I can't wait to see other K-pop groups also covering this song. Oh, power. for sure. I mean, The other thing I noticed in the, in the choreo that made me think about the the lyrics a bit more is that a lot of the moves in the dance uh, were like direct I don't want to say sign language but like s- symbols for what the word in the song is saying so oh. there's a lyric that says TikTok and then one of the members like hits their wrist for the watch okay there's like boom boom or bang bang and they make like explosion gestures with their hands and there's a lot of just random english exclamations in there that have a matching dance move and that made me realize oh there are a lot of english phrases in the song that i didn't catch earlier and this is also it also like brings home the point that this is random and silly <laughs> it's like onomatopoeias, except in yeah, dancing. Yeah, except you know? in dance. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I didn't know the word, the word for that. Oh, if only Matt were here. Supermatic, uh, where are you? Sure yeah, we're trying to bring term. Matt back on. He'll be back for our next episode for our listeners who are wondering what happened to Matt. But Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I also, on that note, Stephanie, with like the TikTok and the clocks and stuff, mm-hmm. were they sponsored by Apple? It's like they were all wearing like Apple watches. <laughs> Did you see that? Good question. Was it an Apple? Yeah, you're right. I don't know. They should have gotten money from Apple for doing it. Totally. They should have just totally. been, yeah, they should have asked for an Apple sponsorship. Mm-hmm. They probably didn't. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> okay. Well, let's just go on to our score, Steph. How does that sound? Great. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. Um, so one being the lowest and five being the highest. What did you think of the concept of this single? Before I heard the analysis and the reviews, uh, <laughs> I, I was, I don't know, in the, in the middle, middle of the road, just like three, because I just didn't get it. I thought some moments were funny, but 
it's not not my favorite. Yeah. But after hearing the analysis, I will bump up to about three point four. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. It's like right right in the middle. Yeah, I there. had fun with it. And and right. for new first time listeners, like three is pretty good. Like three is like okay, you should bump to this one, right? And then like mm-hmm. it, when it starts getting lower than three, that's when we start to run into a lot of negative criticism. Yeah. Um. So even acknowledging that this theory may be wrong and if we were to look at it purely for its silliness i gotta give it a 4.2 like (laughs) this is why i love k-pop stephanie yeah yeah, like it is if it's kitsch if it's goofy if it's colorful and bright and plastic and bubble gum (laughs) plastic yeah i I mean in in all senses of that (laughs) word like i gotta love it this is why i love k-pop if you're a k-pop fan you've gotta love this song so mm. it's a 4.2 for the concept for me. And Ooh. if we if the theory is indeed correct and right, then all the more power to them. I mean, that's great that I think a lot of XOLs can take with them as they advance to their XO fandom. But uh, mm. what did you think of the music, Stephanie, 1 to 5? I liked the music less than I liked the concept. Uh, uh, it's just it's just not my style, so I'm giving it a three. I mean, may, maybe if, if Rodri or our friends with the, the music analysis talents were up here, they could tell us how deep it is and how it connected to the lyrics and the story, but they're not. So <laughs> You're taking advantage of that, Stephanie, as an excuse to give it a lower rating? That's right. Okay, there you three go. Three from me. Okay. What about you? Yeah, it's a solid four for me. Woo-hoo! And I, I totally get that this isn't, you know, fresh or new, you know, for the genre itself, nor for K-pop. Mm. But it's a fun song that I'm going to dance and play. I'm going to play Yay. it even when people don't request it. <laughs> so. Whoa, that is, that's high praise. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe I've just gotten used to those Daft Punk songs over the years. Mm. And, you know, this is a very subjective rating and judgment. Of course. But it strikes it out on the fundamentals of the surface value musical experience that I want from K-pop. It's fun and it's upbeat and it's got all the right sounds. It's a great song for the summer as the end of summer is upon us. You know, I would say it's, and this is me speaking as like mobile DJ, like it's good for the back to school songs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, back to school. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what it is. It's it's that back to school season. Like, oh, like, you know, first dance of the school year song. That's, that's what you play, you know, for the nerdy kids. Like myself. <laughs> for the nerdy kids. <laughs> okay. Oh, All right. Well, I think that's it for this episode of the K-pop cast. I mean, wrapping things out. I'm trying to think if we had any notable listener feedback from. Did we, we do Daybok or not? Oh, my gosh. Peter. Backing up. Oh, hold the phone. Hold the phone. <sighs> Where are you going, Peter? Okay. So before we go anywhere, we, we also give our overall score for every song that we review each week, whether the song is Daybuck or not. And uh, that's that's our overall consensus and in, in feeling of the song, whether you should give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down, a Daybuck or not. So, Stephanie, how is it in your uh, book? That's hard. Don't like it as much as I like other EXO stuff. I think they are capable of more. I am going to say not. Oh, <laughs> sorry. That stings, Stephanie. That really stings. <laughs> well, well, I know. Th- yeah. You've got their back, so uh, okay. you carry there it you home. Go, there Peter. you go. There you go. <laughs> At least we can give that to our <laughs> listeners. You got some diversity on this panel, so oh, yeah. you can 
you know, either hate us for liking them or you can hate us for not liking them. I mean, you can, yeah. you can, you can hate us for either way because I know someone's left to hate this show for whatever reason. So bring it on. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. What at at us? Um, so uh, <laughs> I thought it was totally day back for all the reasons we've described. Yep. It's guilty pleasure, man. What is K-pop if not guilty pleasure? Yes, indeed. Yeah. Okay, so listener feedback. Just now we got a tweet from Marie, oh. who said that her hit replay this week is G-Soul Tequila. G-Soul? He has a new song? Oh my gosh, yes. Ooh. Okay, we'll give this... Thank you, Marie. I've heard other people talk about uh, G-Soul. So we'll have to give it a closer look, and we'll probably address it on our next episode for next week with BTS. Yes, and um, mm-hmm. and Supermatic. So we're all excited for that BTS comeback. And as we're recording this, this is before the BTS comeback. Oh, yeah. You really missed out. Taeyang was so good. Like, he put on a real show. He had a live band. He had male and female backup dancers. Oh. And he spoke English the whole damn time. He was, like, interacting, asking questions. He was... He studied for this. I heard he even said that he was looking forward to playing in San Jose. And, and he said was, he always wanted to play in San Jose. And I was like, bullshit. Yeah, I know. You. Like everyone there in the audience was like, okay, whatever floats no. your boat, dude. Like we're from San Jose. <laughs> we're like, like oh, we don't look forward to San Jose. that one day I would perform in San Jose. <laughs> <laughs> It's just what he says at every like of the tour. You know, it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. We forgive you. Yeah. <laughs> But um, on that note, Jenna tweeted at us, um, and she said that she agreed with you, Stephanie, on our Taeyang episode that she would rather listen to Wedding Dress. Mm. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, and that that song is such a classic. So thank you, Jenna. Thank you. Totally agreed. And at at, at Taeyang's concert, Wedding Dress got so much applause. But oh, he course. didn't. He didn't really do a full version of it. He just stood there and and sang it. But he didn't do much of the dance. He's kind of just like, eh. Let me just throw a bone to the fans. Yeah. But then get back to the new album. Yeah, it's I was like, like really? yeah, it's just like all those like major musicians. It's like, okay, fine, this yeah. is our hit, and then we're so tired of it. But we will right. do it just for you. <laughs> like, like come on, man! Service. Wedding dress made you. Yeah. We made you. Yeah. Give us what we want. Yeah, that's right. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget, Taeyang. We actually got press yeah. passes to it. And then me uh, being the idiot that I am, I just didn't check my email off enough. Oh, it's okay. <sighs> yeah, no I, I'm copying you in on next time, Stephanie, so that yes, one of us can reply on it and take it. <laughs> but I'll take it. I'll take them both. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, Peter doesn't need to go. I'll Sorry, take Peter. Pass, oh, yeah. yeah. Peter's not going. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. Well, that's it. Be sure to tune in next week and we'll um, cover off on BTS. Oh, so closing it out, Stephanie, what's your favorite EXO song and where can people find you online? Oh, man, that's a tough one. The most memorable ones to me are from the early days. So tie between like Growl and Wolf. Probably Growl. That one's so fun. And people can find me at sparker2 on Twitter. I agree, Stephanie. EXO's Growl is probably one of the most iconic songs of K-pop. And it's got such variety in that one song that flows together really well. It's such a bop. So that is also my favorite EXO song. We agree on something. Yes. At least that much. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And you can find me at DJ Peter Lowe. And don't forget... Tweet at us. Come at us. At yeah. the K-pop cast and let us know what we get wrong because there's always something we're getting wrong. 
<laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Never. And uh, check out BTS next week. Woo-woo. Good night. See ya. Bye.